0: Something funny came up for me today.
1: Oh, what was it?
0: That? And by funny, I mean a looming extreme financial oh. burden.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: I have to get my wisdom teeth out.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. As an adult?
0: Yeah. As a 26-year-old woman, I'm going to have to pay for my own wisdom tooth extraction.
1: Oh, no.
2: I don't want to go to sleep. I, what if I die?
1: Oh, my Lord. It's such a you minor thing.
2: That sounds like a treat. Just They're going to put out, me down. sleep fall asleep and then just go out. I haven't even lived. I can't oh. die. I think about that a lot. They're going to put me down like a dog.
1: I got my wisdom tooth out, and it was fine. It is definitely a trip. It was, like, mm-hmm. the only time I've ever had like surgery but i remember <laughs> just like you know the classic countdown from 10 10 and then i woke up and like my father was over me he's like hey we gotta go <laughs> what, is, what is happening my mouth is full of blood and i you know, i don't know <laughs> my
0: mouth is full of blood Jesus definitely, Christ.
1: definitely woozy
0: were you swollen i think i'm gonna be a fucking chipmunk
1: yeah honestly i think mm. you're gonna chipmunk up i was uh, fine
0: i yeah, honestly, i heard I, I heard like i don't know if it's an old wives tale or what it is but apparently, if you drink like a gallon of pineapple juice the day before your surgery, yeah. you're supposed to have like no swelling at
1: all. Why? I also heard this wives tale about drinking pineapple juice and it makes something taste better.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: What? I wonder what it could be.
1: <laughs> Talking um, about jism.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, gosh. So have you had your wisdom
2: teeth out, Chelsea? Yeah, I I think I was a senior in high school when I did it, and like Eddie said, it's really quick. You're just like all of a sudden out, and then you're awake, and then someone's like putting you in a car,
1: <laughs> yeah. and then you're running.
2: You're <laughs> That's, you so really <laughs> That's so scary. Where you're going? It's so scary. Yeah, hope it.
1: You hope it's someone you know. Yeah, hope it's <laughs> your buddy. <laughs> it could be anyone. Um,
2: I remember the worst part was having to function for like the next ten days and like oh, going God. to school and. Your mouth just smells bad. You have like open wounds in your mouth. And yeah. it just is gross. It's gross.
0: Well, and you're not allowed to use a straw for a while, right? Oh, yeah. the it's sucking motion is not good.
1: And here's a fun fact. I, I don't know if I'm admitting to, t- admitting to too much for the first time on the podcast, I got my driver's license while I was like <laughs> under the influence of my pain medication. <laughs> so, you know, oh
2: my gosh. it was
1: fantastic. I was killing it.
2: Wow, you were obviously. You I, dose, I passed,
1: and like... I I failed got... when I was sober, and I passed when I was on down. Maybe bad. it just helps
0: get rid of some of your anxiety. <laughs> got a little loose.
1: Fell loose.
0: Felt loose. I'm better. So I'm better when I'm high on oxycodone, <laughs> uh-huh. whatever
1: the hell that is. That I drive need. better than I walk. No, they, they definitely <laughs> didn't give me oxy because I'm a little brown boy.
0: Oh uh, yeah, they didn't want you actually benefiting from the system like a bunch uh-huh. of people like me do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: we got you uh, like an extra drink Motrin or, mm-hmm. like a, yeah. or like tylenol pop and I'll leave
1: <laughs> give them the ibuprofen but like the bigger one take,
2: mm-hmm. them like a, take a handful of those you're five <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just I wake up <laughs> seeing my father picking me up putting me in the car and look down and I just have a handful of ibuprofen
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's American medical got care a sticky for you.
1: note on it that says for Eddie from dentist <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was oh, i'm so nervous
1: <laughs> father what do i do with this
0: but we're my question is i honestly hope i'm loopy because at least it'll be fun for the people around me eddie wasn't it was and apparently you're only loopy if they od you no yeah but um
1: absolutely that's why it's like it's definitely yeah. weird i feel weird about it
0: because mm-hmm. it's a
1: funny yeah sometimes it's racist which i don't enjoy
0: yeah bad things come out when people are high but uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, Uh here's a fun fact from someone who is related to a dentist. All those videos of uh, people who are obviously very high and saying ridiculous things—all those people were given too much of the gas. If you do it correctly, you're never supposed to be that like loopy and high. You're just supposed to be like me, where I was just like had to be carried around, but I wasn't. I was just like you're coherent.
0: You just had no motor (laughs)
1: control. (laughs) You go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was it.
2: Oh, God. Were you loopy jokes? No, I just feel like I had a lot of memory loss. I mean, <laughs> well, no you were asleep. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm nervous because this is going to be my first major surgery. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, never really been way. under before. I've never gone to a hospital. I've never done anything like this. So, yeah. And when we go scared.
1: Oh, boy.
0: When oh, you get home, take a nap.
1: Make it feel better.
0: And drink a milkshake. Well, eat a milkshake because oh, yeah. I, uh-huh. I can't drink it. I can't drink it. I got to eat it. No sucking.
1: Oh. <laughs> Eddie, oh, you, hear, you hear Chelsea? Oh, so I got to be punished too?
2: <laughs> the doctor writes on his little prescription pad, no sucking. No, no
1: sucking, suckin', dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh,
2: he's like, oh no, dick's fine. It's just straws.
0: It's straws? Just no that's straws. too
2: much. Yeah, you know. No sucking
1: in parentheses so. except for dick.
0: Mm, this is from a the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this dentist named Doctor Eddie. <laughs> 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 a
2: little a little oh, jacket God. on.
1: All right, welcome back, everyone, all of our beautiful, fantastic listeners out there, all five, maybe (laughs) six at most of you. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the Show Dependent Podcast. You may be asking yourself, what is that? Well, it's a podcast where we talk about the things that we loved, how they shaped us into the people that we are today, and whether or not we still have a relationship with that thing. The voice you're hearing right now is one Eddie and with me as always is my beautiful gorgeous amazing other half. Her name is
0: Kayla. Hey guys.
1: And we have ourselves another guest here today.
0: Party of three.
3: hey!
1: (laughs) And she has brought a dare I say one of the best movies I think I've ever seen. I'd probably put it I don't know. I don't want to speak too highly of it, but probably top 25 at least. It is is something else.
0: Mm -hmm. Kayla, would
1: you do the honors and introduce our guests?
0: I would love to. Uh, Our guest today is a longtime friend, first time guest, longtime listener. (laughs) And um, she's one of the smartest people I know, but also one of the weirdest, most enjoyable people I know. (laughs) Uh, We get along just splendidly. And um, I can't wait to hear more from her. Everybody, give a warm hello to Chelsea. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. Hey. Welcome
2: hey, what to the pod. I'm what up? so happy to be here. So, thanks for having me on. Of course, it's been a long time coming.
0: We've been talking about this for a while, wanting to get you on. You're such a loyal fan, so it's. <laughs> It's the least we can do, really. It's the least
1: we can do. Oh, it's so much fun having people on, Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, switching it up a little bit, having another voice, seeing how other people feel. Let me start us off just by quickly saying, how are we doing today? How are we feeling? Mm. Happy,
0: happy (laughs) I'm doing this now.
1: All right. (laughs) Well, that's something.
2: (laughs) You doing good today, Chels? We're kicking your ass. I mean, it's Tuesday, but it feels like it should be Friday. Absolutely. Uh, um, and that's also how I felt yesterday. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Just trying to get through the week. Deep breaths, um, deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
1: that's like my week every week. It's just like, oh my God, <laughs> I got to keep doing this. Again? It's but Monday. But I already and did I got, this twice. So I don't, don't want to do it anymore. Four more days? Oh, it's the is this going to be
2: forever? That's all. I feel. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh
1: my Lord. And yeah. then I'm like,
0: I have to live longer i'm just gonna <laughs> just keep going how many more years 50 more of this are oh you sure 50 more years <laughs> oh
1: lord i don't know i don't know how we're gonna do it but we're gonna do it regardless mm-hmm. we're here chelsea can you tell us just what film have you brought to us today
2: today we are watching the comedy classic the forever standable film <laughs> the emperor's new groove
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh
3: my God. I
0: didn't realize this movie came out in 2000. And I was like, Jesus Christ, we're
2: old. Oh, uh, no.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's, wow. Yeah. I don't know. It felt like it came out later.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think it came out at the perfect time.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: Well, why don't we roll right on into it? Let me try that again because we're going to grow. We're
0: going to Nick <laughs> growl into this. We're gonna nick yeah.
1: growls. Uh-huh. Or Dave, <laughs> I <guess> Dave I'll <laughs> have to Just Dave drum groll. it up for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why don't we roll on into it with our meet-cute.
0: It's a meet-cute, baby. It's how we met this thing.
1: December 2000. A young Eddie had just turned 10. This movie literally came out days after my birthday. The perfect age to have my comedic taste influenced by a film. I was ready. You know, they say kids are a sponge and they absorb everything. Well, I was ready to absorb The Emperor's New Groove. It really... I don't, I don't know if I saw it when I was nine. I want to say I maybe saw it a couple years later. Who? Who's to say? But it really was an instant classic for me. Like, it, it was just, it was so funny. And it made me feel smart for getting the humor. Because it was kind of like, I don't know, just like nexus of like, whoa, this stuff's so random. But it's, it's so funny because it works. Like, there's certain points in this movie where the comedy is just like, they're kind of not even saying anything but it's fucking hilarious. So it made me feel like, oh my God, I I am good at comedy. You know, like, oh, I Mm -hmm. could be a comedian because I understand this movie. It's just, and I love cartoons. So this being an animated film and them just doing so many full-on cartoon things were just, it was perfect for me. All the voiceover, all the random gags work so well. It's legitimately funny. I think it's as hilarious even maybe even more hilarious now that i'm 31 than when i was 9 years old plus it's self-deprecating and that that's like all me
3: mm-hmm.
1: my brand of humor is letting everyone know how much i suck so <laughs> emperor's new groove definitely helped me out
0: it's still a work in progress for
1: you uh, well you say. know uh, yeah. it's me after all
0: it is you for me i i'm younger than my my lovely beautiful talented friends here so I was still, I was still a bit of a tot, a tater tot. I was like <laughs> about five when this movie came out, I guess. So I was still pretty young, but much, much like Eddie, I'd like to think of myself as <laughs> an intelligent individual. So truly the the taste that this film requires,
1: yeah. I had.
0: So I was, I was ready for it. Um, But I do remember distinctly, I watched this for the first time when I was being babysat at my cousin's house, and I was just sitting on their grimy carpet, and I was just looking up at their big TV, like, in my stinking Harry Potter glasses, just, just, (laughs) wow, this is fantastic. It was much like Eddie has already said, very, very funny. I remember really enjoying like the heart of the story because it was a moral. It's a moral that everybody can get behind, I would say, from every walk of life. Everybody can kind of be like, yeah, that is the lesson we should learn from this. And yeah, this movie I never owned. I didn't have it on VHS or DVD or anything like that. But every time I'd go over to my cousin's house, I'd be like, can we watch a personal Growth*?" And they'd be like, no, we're watching Treasure Planet for the 15th time today. And i will be like, okay. Ugh,
1: sounds horrible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it does. What about you, Chels? Tell us your little story. <laughs> well, you know, I don't have a lot of childhood memories, I would say. Mm-hmm. Same here. <laughs> Handful, So I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the first time exactly, but definitely living in a small town, this was a blockbuster, you know, local <laughs> blockbuster movie situation. Mm-hmm. Every Friday we did we would do TV dinners. Do you guys remember TV dinners? Oh Oh, my
3: god. Like the little
2: penguin on them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Kate Quizzes.
2: Sorry. (laughs) We would do those. Nostalgia. Yeah, sit in our beanbag chairs and rent a movie. And this movie just like you've said appeals to my sense of humor. Maybe it's the generation that we're from. Mm -hmm. Um, super sarcastic every beat is funny. Like so much humor packed in there. Also, my dad was really into David Spade and like <laughs> older. Dad movies, had like- a dad <laughs>
0: crush dad. on David Spade.
2: Cute. <laughs> but some people would say like Tommy Boy or like SNL. I am mean, mm. none of that. No, we watched Joe Dirt so many times, that <laughs> it's probably shameful. <laughs> He's also in a very similar movie called, oh, fuck, I don't remember what it's called, um, but it's about him trying to become a actor, like a star again, and he mm. was a child star. So he like role plays as a kid in a, like a family and pretends to be yeah. a kid again. And it's again very ridiculous. It's probably it's like his transition into the Adam Sandler phase. Uh, of things.
3: Oh, very, very nice. nice.
2: You know, I just love his voice. He's so funny. His comedic timing's perfect. All of the actors in this movie are oh, yeah. they're, comedic, they're They're they are perfectly chosen for their roles. So oh yep. yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic!
1: It's great. Well, now that we've gotten our meat cute out of the way, it is time to now establish our relationship and really get to know the Emperor's New Groove and allow the Emperor's New Groove to get to know us.
0: Oh, David Spade! Okay. Is that you?
1: Oh, oh, I wish
0: he's here. Where's <laughs> oh my god? Of Live the audience. Pod, David Spade. Oh my god! I would shit my pants. That'd be so yeah. fun.
1: We thought. It might be a fun thing since Chelsea brought this film to us. I always kind of knew that this film wasn't the original idea. Mm -hmm. So we we delved into that and sort of took a deeper look at the film that almost was. It was called The Kingdom of the Sun. Just going to spend a quick minute here by saying that was the original name and idea for this film. It was going to be like an epic musical about the Incan Empire. It was the follow-up to Lion King. It was directed by the same guy who made The Lion King, which is an absolute like, Mm
3: well, like that
1: movie for me might be top 10. Obviously, a completely different film from the one we got here with Emperors. It was like a Prince and the Pauper story, uh, heavily involving Incan lore. Uh, Apparently, I mean, it's Prince and the Pauper. So Pacha and Cusco looked exactly the same. Pacha was the lead and he was voiced by Owen Wilson.
0: Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Good job.
1: Good chow.
0: <laughs> That guy in this movie—I don't know how that would have worked. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No
1: John Goodman, no Johnny Goods. The songs were written by Sting, which apparently he still has a song in this movie. Which
0: isn't it only in the end credits? Yeah, I think so. It, it
1: feels very out of place.
0: Absolutely. Anyways,
1: <laughs> very troubled production. The execs didn't like it. It performed very poorly with test audiences. Michael Eisner, a very infamous guy in Disney, said, "Nah." fix it we have to have it out by summer 2000 because we gotta make the money we have the mcdonald's deal <laughs> and so it was overhauled oh, Mickey D's. into the emperor's new groove they pretty much removed all the serious parts and just left everything that was funny and we literally just got done watching like a little documentary on this that pretty much just said, like a lot of the lines were improvised and they didn't even have a full script ever when they were filming this. Mm-mm. So, uh, we can thank David Spade and Patrick Warburton, Eartha Kit, and
2: John Goodman,
1: yep, for uh making this beautiful film as funny as it is.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you watch The Sweatbox?
1: No, we haven't we yet.
2: To. Okay, um, so I watched most of it, and honestly it's very dramatic because yeah the director who had done the lion king he also worked on um the little mermaid oh shit he was very attached to that film <laughs> yeah and yeah like you said it was supposed to be this like big epic drama very like heart you know tugging on the heartstrings mm-hmm. and yeah. when they came in and were like we don't like it we don't know who to care about like what <laughs> yeah. what is this it, like, broke him, and he walked away. He, like, left the project because he was so upset about it. And I mean, respect. Yeah. I mean, it was a little dramatic. They kept showing scenes of him walking on a beach. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) And
3: him
2: being like, my daughter went to college, and I lost her, and then I lost this movie. (laughs) Oh, man. Equal. Yep. They're the same. Yep, same. But I could, it's a lot about Sting, so it's it's only worth it if you really have the time because yeah. it's it was made by Sting's wife
3: to oh, be really? like
2: mm. think about the music because Elton John did <laughs> the Lion King right yeah. and like mm. Phil Collins did Tarzan and oh. so he was the next Elton John and then it didn't work out
0: no <laughs> he
2: was the next disappointed man
0: nice, in Disney Sting. Mm-hmm. oh man
1: well Rough. shall we talk about uh, the Emperor's New Groove
0: yes do it. Getting to know each other. Booyah. This film has zero fat. Mm. It is like the leanest bodybuilder of comedy that has ever existed. Absolutely. It is. You can tell this was like shoddily thrown together at the last minute. But it's like one of those miracle moments you, uh, you have in school where you wait till the last minute to write like a 12 page essay. And it's like 11.59 and you hit submit, it goes in, comes back, A+. Uh. It's just like one of those things where the stars align, not a moment is wasted. Every moment is just so succinct and funny. And it, yeah, it's just so good. Honestly, like when Eddie and I were watching this, Chelsea, and I'm sure you kind of had a similar feeling we were watching this. And it was like, damn, like, how are we going to talk about this? Because the whole movie is so
2: damn good. And it's oh, yeah. only, what, 83 minutes or something like that? Yeah, it's short. It felt short because I was like, I don't want this to end. It's every <laughs> moment is funny. If it's not a physical gag or they're not saying a joke, it's like something in the background. Yeah. Like, there's just so much. They packed it. It's great.
1: It's, it's fantastic. And I mean, the intro in and of itself, I think, is like an amazing just an iconic intro, a classic, like that whole joke, like record scratch. And oh, yep, that's me. I bet you're wondering what happened. But as a kid, I remember watching it just being like, I've never seen a movie star like this. This, <laughs> this is this.
0: cinema. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I'd like look at Orson Welles and spit in his face. Nice try. <laughs> Citizen this. Kane, what the hell? Citizen Kane down here. Uh-huh. Emperor's new groove in the Amen. heavens.
2: Amen. Comedy
1: Gold. It's such an attention grabbing uh way to start the movie. And you're like, why is the llama being so funny? Why do I hear David Spade being hilarious? (laughs) And then it just I mean, like we said, no fact goes right from that into just like all of a sudden there's an intro song sung by like a tiny man and he's just (laughs) he's just (laughs) singing about this guy. My eyes are lit up. I'm just what is happening? It's so catchy. Cusco's ridiculous. I mean, yes. more, more on him in a second because, Chelsea, I think you uh, put in this point. We also have another character.
2: Eartha Kitt, is is, uh, Kayla, would you say? A queen. A queen. <laughs> queen. <laughs> a
0: oh.
3: queen. Rest in button. peace.
2: Yeah,
0: rest, rest in, in peace. In, rest in power. We love you, queen. <laughs> She's honestly, like, such an influence in cinema, media, music. Mm-hmm.
2: Everything. One, well, yeah, so she was Catwoman. That's what I learned in that documentary. Oh, yeah. She was she Catwoman was. in like the old Batman live action series, and then they made her turn into a cat, whether or not that's intentional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I Catwoman. never
2: made that connection. Yeah,
1: neither did I. And she's so cute as a cat, too.
3: Oh,
0: yeah, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> she's the cutest cat and I the know. meanest cat. Oh, so mean.
1: And she 100% like uh, committed to this role. And I think, I don't know if they mentioned it in the sweat box, but in our little bit, I'm sure they did. In a little bit of our research, they just really pointed out that even in the original Kingdom of the Sun, Eartha Kitt was just like committed to her role, which is awesome because she knocks it out of the park as like the villain. Well, speaking of those two characters, let's go right into the characters. Talk about them briefly. Because Cusco, David Spade. First of all, he's 18 years old, which I didn't notice until the last time we watched it. I
0: had no eye clue. No eye clue. No. Oh clue? my god.
2: <laughs> Hashtag no eye clue. I had no eye clue. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag no eye clue.
1: And the guy <laughs> is an absolute dick.
2: Yeah.
1: For most Such of a it.
2: Jackass. But I mean, uh, how
1: how do you feel about Cusco? Honestly,
2: I feel like he is. I mean, his like entitlement is like every rich person in this country who's like mm. what. Like, uh, why do I, why should I care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: How does and that I wish me? I could be
2: him, honestly. Oh, yeah. I know.
0: The envy that goes along with the, like, fuck you, rich man. But also, <laughs> like,
3: can
2: I please be you, please? <laughs> I want somebody to feed me broccoli while I lounge in a chair. Can someone sing me a song while I walk around my palace, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. My gosh. I mean,
1: just the visual, just sitting in his throne. And, like, stamping babies' heads. Yeah. <laughs> this is just-
2: Can't be bothered.
1: Yeah. What's happening with this guy? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have Pacha.
2: Pacha!
0: He's so cute. He's a sweetie. He's a meme. He's a dad. He's a dad.
1: And, and, and I mean, John Goodman could not have been a more perfect voice for this guy. He just seems so wholesome. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know, you, you trust the guy immediately. Like, yeah, this guy's a good guy.
2: It's a good dad. A yeah, good guy. It's a good dad. It's a good guy for sure. Mm-hmm. And he puts up with a lot, you know. He gets <laughs> yeah. through a lot. Uh huh. A lot.
0: His ability to forgive is honestly commendable. Oh yeah. Because I would be like, I'm gonna push
2: this llama off a cliff, and it'll <laughs> be the end.
1: And that's the end. that.
2: The movie could have ended when Cusco went back into the forest, and he's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> yeah. Have like fun getting been eaten end? by the jaguars. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we already talked about Yzma, the uh, villain, fantastic, earth kid.
0: Mm-hmm. She's
1: uh, a, what, what is she? She's like a uh, a sorceress?
0: She's
2: a uh, scientist. It's more well, science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was honestly one of my questions. Is, is she a, like a witch a or is she a scientist? Because she's obviously in a lab doing something. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Eddie and I in
2: our research did
0: uncover that originally Yzma's character was a sorceress or a oh, high right. priestess, actually. Yeah, yeah. Initially it was magic, but then I think in the revamp they went more like evil scientist.
1: Yeah. Mm, I mean, so. just just the gag of her having the lab and the lab coat and all that oh, is just so
0: funny, super
1: funny. And lastly, we have. Oh, well, sorry. Not lastly. Two more. We have Kronk, who is Cronk! just a scene a stealer name. every single. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what a yes. name. <laughs> and here's another fun fact. We're full of them here. Apparently, this film was like the animated feature debut of Patrick Warburton. Mm -hmm. Who's like now extremely well-known as like iconic voices, Kronk, Joe on Family Guy. And like, he's just, his voice is so well-known. Apparently this Mm -hmm. was the first animated feature film that he was a voice in.
2: What a debut. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: What an honor. (laughs) He plays a really similar character on Seinfeld, if you've watched that.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, It'll be an Arby's night. Yeah, David Putty. He plays like the (laughs) dumb hot boyfriend of Elaine. Love it. I love him. He's great. His, his timing is impeccable. The oh, way it's the so timing good. in which he says things. I don't know how. So <laughs> yeah. We yeah. I think there, there are very few
0: people that are that easily recognizable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, the he's, voice. He's got such an iconic voice. And like you said, Jules, the timing is
2: fantastic.
1: And lastly, Pacha's wife. What's Do you her, remember name?
2: her name? <laughs> I thought so you put sorry. it in the notes. That was me. I just wanted to point out that we don't see pregnant women no. in Disney movies. and she's We see dead pregnant. moms. Um. Yeah. <laughs> My dead pregnant mom. My dead mom. <laughs> I don't remember her name because I'm terrible, but I wanted to say shout out. She's great. When her mm. and the kids trick Yzma and Kronk and like lock oh. them in the closet, mm. so Like
3: good.
2: they are fun. They are smart. They're wonderful. And she's well a strong woman. It's great.
3: Yeah, she is.
0: She's so, and she's also just stunning. Uh She's so pretty. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, Pacha deserves her. Because like, they're both so good and kind. What's her name?
1: I remember her name. It's Chicha.
0: Chicha. Mm -hmm. Chicha. I want to be a Chicha, but not
1: pregnant.
0: (laughs) Not pregnant. Just just a hot Chicha mama. Yes. (laughs) Love it.
1: If we're just talking about things that we love in this film, I definitely love the fact that it breaks the fourth wall so often.
3: Mm Mm-hmm
1: going back to a young eddie this was just the peak of comedy just like oh he's talking to the audience this is ridiculous how funny is this he paused the film to write on it and say like hey remember i'm in this bag and we're not to, we're not worried about this guy in fact let me scribble him out and like, <laughs> as a kid i was just like <laughs> this is the peak of comedy
0: I feel like the storyboard artists were probably projecting a little bit. Maybe. (laughs)
1: They're
0: like, we've had to rewrite this movie so many times. It would be funny if the characters got to do their own storyboarding moments. That's pretty fun.
1: And I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, it's a bonding mission. It's two bros hanging out and bonding. And that's just the formula for a great film.
2: Mm -hmm. It's just like the perfect buddy comedy, right? Like. Two buds becoming buds,
1: <laughs> yeah, and learning we along
2: love the way—a budding friendship.
1: Very nice. Was, they they weren't buds, and then they became buds, and now they're best buds.
2: Mm-hmm. They were best buds at the end, and it Aww. was very sweet. So
1: cool. <laughs> <clears throat> well, <clears throat> wow. Are we we're all just, dying? Chelsea's the only one
0: not falling to pieces right now.
1: I'm full of phlegm. Same. <laughs> so. Ooh. Let's get to uh, iconic lines
0: mm-hmm. that I think
1: is going to just drive us forward here.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because as Kayla was saying, just you watch this film and you're just like, wow, it's just hit after hit after hit, just line after line after line. It's just this is hilarious. So honestly, almost all the lines are extremely memorable. But to start us off, Goose goes talking and he says like, hey, you want to know how much stuff I have, how much power I have? Check this out. And he says, Butler, chef theme song guy and then the guy just comes <laughs> in and starts singing to this sets a tone perfectly for the rest of this film
2: Uh, so good i'm ignorant but is the theme song guy a reference to a real person or is that just his theme song guy
1: well he is just a the theme song guy but it's actually sung by tom jones who's like a famous singer
2: Mm. but
1: i don't think it's like in reference to any specific thing it's "Mm, like i don't
0: i don't know any small little 70s disco (laughs) guys with orange afros personally i want (laughs) to
1: say he's the guy who sings it's not unusual you know from uh fresh prince i think that's the guy (laughs) (laughs) which is funny and in the same scene we get the whole you threw off my groove
0: it's so iconic
1: because Chris um, goes dancing, he's having a yeah, good time there. with his theme song, and then what happens? He trips
0: he, on an old man.
1: hmm Because he wasn't paying
0: attention. Oh, he threw off my groove.
1: And then a guard comes in and, I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the emperor's groove. And dude goes flying <laughs> out the fucking window. Just <laughs>
2: and he says, sorry. <laughs> so funny. It's so good. It's a <laughs> rational reaction if someone throws off your groove. Him him out the window,
1: window.
0: <laughs> gotta keep that in mind for the house parties oh yeah you know, grooves can be thrown off otherwise out the window
1: and, and i mean just just speaking to how much of a dick Cusco is at the beginning he's like throwing out boom baby left and right and i think the funniest part <laughs> i don't know i'm just reading these lines and it's just hilarious but when he sees like his potential mates Oh, God. This is the
0: most like 2000s humor in this movie, (laughs) I think. And it's very like up David Spade's alley, I would (laughs) say.
1: It's so funny because he just comes in and starts tearing these women apart. And at some point he goes, Yikes, yikes, yikes. And let me guess, you've got a great personality.
2: It is so (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Oh, but it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. He's terrible, but it's funny.
0: It is funny. And the women. I will say they were all drawn to look like identical minus haircuts is basically, but they were all hot. I was like, what's, (laughs) what do you mean? What's wrong with these women?
1: The tip of the top.
0: I don't know how you, I guess maybe Pacha's wife would be Mm -hmm. the creme de la creme, but she's taken. And I don't Mm -hmm. think she likes him very much. So it's fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's he's like a little kid to her probably.
0: I mean, he's 17 when he does that. So yeah. He transforms on the eve of his eighteenth birthday.
1: Oh, you're right. I
0: believe. I didn't. Catch I think that. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. But he's got all the power. He does.
1: I love when because uh, Isma, you know what what's her deal, right? A queen. What does Isma want?
2: I power. Uh-huh. Power. But mm. it in the sweatbox documentary, they talked about how her character is motivated by she's losing her beauty and so she's trying to like recapture her beauty but they don't i mean i don't know i don't want to comment on an aging woman
3: uh-huh. eh, the, whole she's animated.
2: Is, the whole film is jokes about like she's what they say she's scary beyond all reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how they describe
1: her. right and the first time we see her interact with Cusco, she's talking and like making excuses because she was like sitting in his throne and acting as if she was the emperor and she's talking and her voice just drowns out and we get Cusco's monologue and he's like whoa look at those wrinkles what is holding this woman together
0: <laughs> i mean i th- i think that, that about myself
1: on a daily okay. basis so
2: um yeah and the food in her teeth oh the like, last yeah. Is my nightmare.
1: <laughs> yeah they just zoom in i love whenever like cartoons do the ultra zoom like mm-hmm. spongebob when you get those like ultra detailed screens <laughs> it's just like oh my god
0: too much, it is too much. it's too yeah. much
1: too mm-hmm. much
0: but honestly we've never really had i feel like Izma is a very unique looking disney villain mm-hmm. which i appreciate because typically they're like i don't know because like what the main i guess they kind of went the polar opposite because little mermaid came out and what 87, 88, something like that.
1: That wasn't that early?
0: Late 80s, I think. Oh, um, but Ursula was kind of like the opposite end, where she was a voluptuous, full-bodied, voluptuous. woman. And then we get Yzma, who is this hyper, like, gaunt,
3: yeah.
0: skeletal um, villain. But she's so funny. She's mean, but she's like, she knows what she wants and she's getting it. So, I mean... And I don't know, she didn't seem like that mean of a ruler. And most people didn't even really like Cusco. So yeah. I used to say the kingdom
2: wouldn't have prospered under her rule. You mean when the peasant said, we need food? And she like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have thought about that before you were a peasant. Get yeah. out of here.
2: She's yeah, just not- a capitalist. It's fine. Yeah. Um, one thing I have to say about her is they drew her boobs so low so they are like at her belly button and it's wild it's actually wild at least they're not big can you imagine if they were big
0: and down that
2: low (laughs) that wouldn't fit with her frame right no it wouldn't
0: No. oh gosh but her i think one of the most iconic things about her is her eyelashes Mm -hmm. they are so long and crazy And uh-huh. her feather her like feather head dresses and stuff are very fun. Yeah.
1: she's very fashionable.
0: she is
2: yes. she's a queen I like her I like her aesthetic. <laughs> she's the so color purple mm-hmm. the color purple is the color purple like does that is that like an evil color? I don't know. like I know that colors mean things in, in color things. theme it can be yeah
0: usually okay. it's a symbol of royalty, mm-hmm. which is probably how she views herself, which is why it's her favorite color. That's what yeah. I would speculate, okay. It's also a good contrast empire. to the magenta of her potions.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the empire seemed to be fine when she took over. Didn't seem yeah, like anything water. was wrong. So uh, Kayla maybe you're right. You know, Cusco. I just feel was bad for the
0: peasants. Nothing's yeah. gonna change oh, for yeah. them.
1: Either way, Cusco and Isma hated the peasants, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh man. Hey, Cusco comes around by the end.
0: Speaking yeah. of good peasants, Speaking not of that good any peasants. of them are bad. Pacha's <laughs> iconic meme.
1: Yes. Oh.
3: What, I what haven't is
0: this? seen this meme. So you you have haven't to seen the meme? it. To oh my me. God. Okay. A... you have to explain it to me. Oh, Eddie, talk to her. I'll text it to you.
1: Okay. So there's the point in the movie, right, where Pacha comes in and he's supposed to meet with the emperor. So he goes and starts talking to Cusco. is talking about, well, I want to build this uh, Cusco somewhere. And he asks Kronk to describe his hill. Because this hilltop like looks fantastic and Kronk is like, okay, well, I, I don't want to say this, but at a certain point in the day, when the sun hits those hilltops just right, these hills sing. And he does that like, you know, his face with the okay like, sign Ooh. and he's just like, hmm.
2: Okay, that, I texted that, <laughs> it to the group chat.
1: That itself is like an iconic meme.
2: Do you ever wonder how you miss memes? Because sometimes people will, yeah, like I've never seen this. How this have I never you've seen
1: You've never seen it?
2: I've been on the internet.
1: God, me. Well, and people,
2: Claire. Like, people use it in the context of like
1: just hitting it just right, like the perfect yeah, thing. Just,
0: oh, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, it could
1: literally be like the onion like, rings you had for dinner last night. And oh, it's yeah. just so you <laughs> holding an onion ring, just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, or where,
0: when you fill up your gas and it hits like whatever dollar amount perfectly, it oh, lands yeah. on the double zero,
2: just oof, very oh, nice. 69. 69. <laughs> Got 69 it. 420 yeah i've never seen it but i do like it a lot it's, it's very so good.
1: good and it's so fun seeing memes in the wild because mm-hmm. you just you're watching the movie and you're like there it is there zoom in on that and there it is there
2: it is do you ever think about the young people that they saw the meme before the movie
1: right oh like, yeah oh, that's what
2: it's from oh yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah. Mm-hmm, okay uh-huh, <laughs>
1: sure yeah i mean it's that whole joke like uh it's the guy from Fortnite. It's just like, oh, you mean Batman? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely from Fortnite. Yeah, piece of trash. Oh
0: my God, that's embarrassing. Get an education. Ugh. Learn you a thing kids. about Pacha. Kid,
1: kids didn't have to go through it either because the Emperor's New Groove, I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is sort I feel of like a, it's
0: a perfect, like, cusp movie.
1: Well, it's mm-hmm. just, like, a point of contention for me because I feel like a lot of people I've seen sort of, I guess, from our generation claim that this film is, like, an underrated film. But mm-hmm. I feel like millennials, whatever, mm-hmm. we, we've always loved this movie. Yeah. I feel like I've never met anyone around our age that was like, yeah, Emperor's New Groove is not an amazing film.
3: hmm
0: I think it may whoa
1: my voice
0: Um, (laughs) I think it may come down to marketing because I think the way this film was released it really just did not lend itself to the like phenomenon that Lion King was because if I I'm sure you guys remember and I don't even I don't know if Eddie did but I had like a Lion King stuffed animal like I had a Nala doll when I was a little kid and um, like I think my friend had blanking bedsheets. Like it was very much marketed. Yeah. And merch and toys and, you know, sequels were a thing. I mean, we Apparently. get a sequel with this too, but. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> yeah we do. Yeah,
0: we do. Um, but I think a large part of this, quote unquote, being a flop is just the nature of how this was rolled out and, yeah. its, com- and its competition at the time because I don't think this is a bad movie at all. I really, really like it. It's it was just not marketed well. Yeah. Like I would love, I would love to see like a loungefly bag. I don't know if you guys know what those are. Loungefly is basically like a nerd brand. So they create, they co they collab with like Disney and anime studios, things like that. And they create like specially designed purses, bags, wallets, things like that. If there was like an Emperor's New Groove backpack, you know I'd be repping that. Like <laughs> that, to be so fun, and it could be like the, the palace head and little is on a zipper just dangling <laughs> on the edge. Hey, Loungefly, why don't you make that for me, huh? <laughs> hey, Loungefly, why don't you hey. sponsor this podcast? Give there you a go, free
1: ad. There free you go, show. free
0: idea, free ad. There you go. But yeah, there was not really like toys for this
2: movie,
1: which is a damn shame,
2: honestly. Probably because of the last minute changes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, they didn't know like what you, this movie was gonna be. Yeah, well, and like you said, it has like a cult following. I would mm-hmm. say,
3: Yeah.
2: and like so well regarded. But I, I agree. I don't think it did very well in the box offices. Yeah, like that matters.
0: Meanwhile, yeah. Frozen is still hanging on by a godforsaken thread oh, when it should have died back back in like what 2011 when it came out. God, like, has uh, it been that
1: long?
2: I can't remember, Whatever. but it's been too long. I'll it's tell you long.
1: that. Oh, yeah, okay, well.
2: Kayla, I yeah. am on loungefly.com. Yes. Is there a bag? They have two Emperor's New Groove products. One, <gasps> an Izma villain scene backpack. Ooh. And Izma as a cat with the vial in her hand as a wallet. I'm oh my goodness it.
3: <laughs>
0: Wow. The That's backpack. Why you had me
2: by the throat. <laughs> the backpack is Izma, but she's like. Argh. And then the front pocket is when Pacha and Cusco are climbing up the like um, back to back. Yeah, when they're back to back and they're going up the like crevice. Oh, oh wow. my god! Wow, I've never heard of this website, and now I'm gonna buy. Something. I thanks. For we nothing. need some, we need some things. I, can't
0: afford they, this. I think they also have Studio Ghibli stuff too. <gasps> no, free <ad> yeah. space. <laughs> 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 oh, by the All way, right. Frozen came out in 2013, so it
2: wasn't that long.
1: lord. Oh,
2: that's yeah. still too long. I've never that's seen it. it, and I will hold on to that. Never a do. Honor. You don't need to. Mm-mm. I don't want to. No.
1: You know what's another iconic line? Tell me. Pull the lever, crunk.
0: <laughs> Roll the lever! <laughs> Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> it's God. so funny. And then,
1: oh, my lord. Well, we'll leave this one for the last one, but uh, I don't know. I think we can... Rapid fire these last few quotes mm-hmm. and then get to these iconic bits because we'll just do more talking about quotes during them. But I think the the one joke that I think always stuck with me that was the funniest to me was when Cusco and Pacha were about to go over a waterfall because they, I mean, this movie is just everything sort of, I guess, in a way, subverting your expectations and making it funny. Mm-hmm. Because Pacha comes in like triumphantly, as Chelsea was saying earlier, to save Cusco from. Like these panthers in a jungle, and he comes swinging in like Tarzan, and then he just completely whiffs the first time, <laughs> <laughs> and you see him just go careening off. <laughs> You're like, oh my god! But well, then he comes back, makes a save, but of course things go wrong. They get essentially tied up against a tree trunk that falls into water, is rapidly going towards a waterfall, and just out of nowhere, goes just like, don't tell me we're about to go over a huge waterfall. Kayla, do you want to be Pacha?
0: Pa- Pacha, says, <laughs> Pacha says, most likely.
1: No, 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 not yet.
0: <laughs> Wait, what does he say? <laughs> All right. Wait. We got the now, script right I was, in front of you. <laughs> I was looking at lounge fly <laughs> we got, bags. We
1: got the script right you.
0: <laughs> Damn it.
1: All right, let's try it again. Ready? Okay. Don't tell me. We're about to go over a huge waterfall. Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Most likely. Bring it on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes over and he says, booyah.
1: Oh, I love it so much. It, that That is ingrained. You want to talk about show dependent? That is in my brain for the rest of my life.
0: And I think the reason that may be is I distinctly remember that scene being played. And this could be a Mandela effect. But Mandela. I distinctly remember that being in the trailer for the movie.
1: Mm. Oh, my God. It is it just so good. Then, it's obviously, fantastic. we we get... When they're climbing, you know, it's a good thing you're not a big fat guy. This would be really <laughs> difficult.
2: <laughs> okay, Pacha's pure muscle. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Honestly, he's um, so strong. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is when he when he first realizes he's a llama, and he looks in the pond and sees himself as a llama, and he's like, uh <laughs> <"A> llama face! Llama <laughs> yeah. face!
1: Uh,
0: I love his little cloven hooves. Yeah. Uh, I think they're face. so funny. They look yeah, so funny. I
1: love how that's how Pacha gets him to, like, realize he's a llama this. Is, like, Do this. Wiggle clips. your fingers. So good. Oh, obviously, when Kronk was trapped in a closet with Yzma, yzma tells him like hey break this down he's like break it down are you kidding me this is hand-carved mahogany (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: it's
1: like stuff like that like little lines like that that are just i think those are just so funny
2: gold Mm -hmm. Gold. yeah
1: obviously near the end hey i've been turned into a cow can i go home (laughs) yeah and she lets him go
2: (laughs) honestly
0: that's a good reason for a, a need of leave
1: what would be an animal that you're like, I need to get out of here? Oh, uh, like anything into wet. This, ooh. Like yeah, if I was funny. like a
0: toad or something. Uh, I gotta or a go. frog. So uh, I gotta a off.
2: snail? I couldn't do anything. Ooh. Oh,
1: God, that'd be gross.
2: One of the guards turned into an octopus. And I was like, oh, yeah. how is that going to work? <laughs> I and mean, he's, he's got... He chose to stay.
1: Yeah. Lots hey. of legs. He was more tough, I guess.
2: That's he could have handcuffed him with his tentacles, I guess i use anything to get out of work let's be honest
0: honestly oh. amen
1: and just i don't know there, there's more we'll get to but let's get to some iconic bits some iconic things in this film that are just so good first of all cronk as a chef everything he does as a chef is amazing
0: oh my gosh the spinach puffs <laughs> <laughs> iconic i want to eat them they look delicious
1: i'm sure they're probably in a recipe Nice. Also,
0: they're in a recipe book that Disney released. I'll
1: yeah. I think oh, they're yeah. probably in
0: multiple. Yeah, but they have like Disney cookbooks, or it's like fake what's in the movie or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly, Kronk is like such a himbo baby golden retriever angel face. <laughs> like he is so cute, but he's honestly like the best cook. And yeah. it's because he does it with his heart and he wow. really enjoys it, and it's so cute. <laughs> makes me like emotional thinking about it (laughs) oh my god he's so cute and he just wants to make people happy and he's actually good at it
2: and he doesn't screw up like in other things that he does well yeah for the things he's bad at he is outweighed by all the things he's good at he can talk to squirrels like come on very fun he can can jump into a kitchen and just take like five orders at once and he knows what's going on
1: (laughs) i love it. it Have you seen Kronk's New Groove? The sequel?
2: No. Eddie and I watched it. It's, is it good
0: is it, it's, it's so pretty, good. It's pretty cute. It's good. It okay. feels long
1: oh, to me. Stop it.
0: But that's because I don't have <laughs> I don't have the nostalgia for it like Eddie does. Stop it. Here's mm. a but fun it is fact. cute.
1: My family mm. does not own Emperor's New Groove, but we own Kronk's New Groove. So
3: <laughs> ah
0: <laughs> It's a
1: it's a good one. It's just it's more of Kronk being a wholesome guy. And uh, somehow, some way they got all the original voice cast back for it.
2: Damn.
1: Which is pretty wild for a Fantastic. straight to DVD release.
2: Definitely. I watched an episode of, they had like that Disney show with David Spade and it was like the Emperor's School. Oh yeah. yeah Emperor's yeah. New School. Yeah. I watched one episode and I was like, nope. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, no. It's bad. I remember bad. watching it because
0: it was on Disney Channel
1: what was and I was going? like,
0: older and i was like uh, eh, this isn't
2: good
1: no it,
0: it's, it's like, like hijinks yeah it's like but the nothing. writer's
2: room no one said no to a joke and they're like oh, just God. do it because they had to <laughs> fill the time versus
1: yeah.
2: in this movie every joke is like you know a class
1: oh yeah mm. like even even when they don't really do much because there there's a scene early on again with cronk when he's setting up this dinner For Cusco, where they're going to poison Cusco. They've got the poison for Cusco, you know? Cusco's Cusco's poison. Cusco's (laughs) poison? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The scene of Kronk mixing the poison into the drinks is hilarious. Because it's just like Kronk in the background and Cusco in the foreground, just staring and just not caring about anything going on. I don't even think
0: he blinks, if I'm being honest. He blinks like
1: once and like picks his ear. Meanwhile, Mm. just everything is going on behind him, and this dude doesn't give a shit. No. it's <laughs> just like, yeah, this is fine. I don't care. And I was also, cracking up. Also,
0: very uncomfortable dinner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, the person you just fired
1: right, right, right. invites yeah.
0: you to dinner,
2: that's a little sus. Like, maybe maybe don't go to that. Yeah, if the person you just fired shows up anywhere, you gotta get down or run. Mm-hmm. Like, something bad's gonna happen.
1: And they do such a good job of making it awkward, because they're just like, <laughs> Uh, so uh how you doing oh good good like yeah he's well Cusco says like oh he's new isn't he yeah yeah he's new Hi. he's Cusco.
0: what in his late 20s she's
1: <laughs> yeah. like
0: i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs>
2: she doesn't even know how old her like lackey is himbo Uh. well and after he passes out and then comes back up as a llama yeah. He's most like hitting a broccoli on top of another broccoli to be like, <laughs> "Knock him out!" <laughs> and Kronk's yeah. like not getting it. He's yeah. like, "You want more broccoli?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good! And
1: Kronk—I uh, mean, so many Kronk moments. But when this man is uh, supposed to get rid of Llama Cusco,
2: no, what does he do? Dun dun dun! Yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> God, Kronk is so iconic.
1: <laughs> God, when he just freezes. Kuzco's just like, is he doing his own theme song? What is yeah. happening right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he doesn't have his own theme song, guy, like I do. Yeah, honestly. Oh what gosh. is he, a peasant?
1: Yeah. What is, I mean, Kronk's not a peasant then, huh?
0: No, but he's probably like peasant class.
1: He gets paid pretty he's well. He's like,
2: hired him, because he's big. He's hot.
1: So yeah. He's hot. He's, he's a cool. got a tiny waist also.
2: Have you <laughs> noticed that? Mm-hmm. He's got big old shoulders and a tiny waist. That's he's also. built like um, Johnny Bravo Oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean a- Angel and Devil Kronk is all time. What God? Oh, yeah. I'm just remembering all the funny lines that are just even funnier to describe when you don't have a visual. Love it. <laughs> but there's early on, I think it's when he's supposed to be killing Cusco. When the devil's like, "Okay, you want a reason? Let me give you a reason." And he like gets down on his hands and does like a handstand, and then does a one-handed handstand, and Kronk's like. What does that have to do with anything? And the angel's like, no, 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 hold on. He's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> just, stuff like that is like, what does that even mean, man? I
0: just love like the an- the angel and devil motif.
1: Yeah. It's okay.
0: just so good mm-hmm. for like
2: cartoons. It's just, it's very <laughs> funny. And they come back. Everything comes back. Even yeah. the yeah. firing scene of Yzma in the beginning. It's like yeah, the yeah. last three minutes. It comes right back. It's great.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, they really did a good job. I mean, for a movie that apparently had no actual script, they did a really good job of bringing everything back around and like constantly referencing their jokes from earlier.
0: I mean, Just, that's what good comedy does. Like good right. stand up, it's self referential. You bring it back up. We all know that Eddie loves to do that.
1: Okay. Beating yeah. the
0: damn horse. Why does oh, that? I love it. <laughs>
1: Why does that seem like a...
0: It's a compliment, but also a jab. A
1: backhanded compliment.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: We all know this guy over here likes to He do it.
0: loves the shit out of doing that.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: It's legitimately one of my... If I want to give you a, a peek behind the scenes, oh. what's going on in this brain right here. Not a lot, like, but I there's like some. One of my little rules... Okay, I'm just going to let that go. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Because I registered it too late, and it's too late late to go back and say anything. Uh, Oftentimes when I find a joke that hits pretty funny, you know, hits pretty well, gets a big laugh, I'll make it a note in my head to be like, how many times can I say this before it's not funny anymore? So many. But I always always feel like I'm pretty good at, like, you know, when reading the room and being like, okay. Let the joke die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Let's move forward, shall we?
1: I mean, it, it's a hit. It's a hit at parties. You find one joke, you say it for the, the rest of the three hours, and then everyone will remember you.
0: And they and know you it. as that guy,
1: uh-huh. the
0: dude that wouldn't stop talking about Airbud for an
2: hour <laughs> straight.
1: God, that was legendary.
2: That was a very fun. I night. wish
1: I, I wish I could bottle that. Anyways, uh-huh.
2: all right. So I'm gonna go. I'm sorry, Kayla. Do it. Um, when. Uh, they get out, so when they get attached to the log, they go down the waterfall, and then they come out, yeah. and Pacha builds a fire. So he's trying to rub, like, the sticks together to get a uh. fire started. But before that, he had just tried to give Cusco CPR, and yeah. Cusco wakes up and thinks that he was trying to kiss him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he calls it his uh, kiss of life, or <laughs> something <laughs> similar to that. Yeah, But he's trying to build a fire, and, like, at every turn, Cusco is just, like, putting out the fire, because he's yeah. so... Ignorant to like what's going on around him. He spits on the flame and puts it out. (laughs) He shakes and all the water comes off him and puts it out. He throws Pacha, he uses Pacha's like sweater as a towel and then throws it and it lands on the fire. And Pacha doesn't say anything. He just keeps going, but it's so funny. It's so Uh, funny.
0: It makes me so mad because like (laughs) as a teacher, that shit happens all day long. Mm -hmm. It's like I'll fix something and then immediately just oh well.
1: Oh, Never mind.
0: A, Never mind. There it goes. Got a bunch of there little Cuscos
1: running around. Ah.
0: And I think, ah. I think, uh they're all egomaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the reason that Pacha is such a good foil for Cusco is Pacha's used to dealing with kids because he's a dad. Uh. And Cusco is a child. He's a spoiled brat. And it's yeah, like, right. oh, He's just kind of dadding him throughout this. And we really don't know anything about Cusco's parents. So it's like, were they really around? Did they Seemingly not. No, he seems like a kid that was allowed to just do whatever the hell he wanted for as long as he's been alive.
1: Seemingly, he's been emperor for like a while. Mm
0: -hmm. Since
1: he was like a kid. So maybe his parents were dead or something, you know? Maybe
2: Yzma poisoned them. (gasps) (gasps) Yzma. she makes a comment at some point, like, I raised him.
1: Oh, she
3: really? She makes a comment
2: mm. about raising him. Just kind of I practically off-handed.
0: raised him. Yeah, yes, I remember that. Yes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yes. It's when oh she's smashing the, yeah. the busts <laughs> of his head, yeah.
3: So
2: wow. maybe all these bad traits come from her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe.
1: She raised this boy and now she's going to kill him? My goodness.
2: Yeah. What a good mom. Go,
0: whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a good mom.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love the squirrel in this movie. (laughs) I will call him Mr. Squeakers. (laughs) He is so cute.
1: Can you give me the squirrel noise? Um, no. You don't know what it sounds
0: like. There you go. And
3: then
1: Uh
0: the balloon scene in the forest. And then Cusco shoots himself in the foot. In the foot? In the (laughs) foot. In the foot. (laughs) By going, ha. That honk sound he
1: makes.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It, uh, I mean, Cusco shoots himself in the foot a lot because he agrees lot. to help Pacha then immediately falls down <laughs> and like is in the same situation. That's where we get the fun fat guy line, which is just again, just I don't know. It's just so funny to that like, he's so brazen mm-hmm. to just like call this. He guy has no back, fear. Just out of nowhere. It's because yeah.
0: he's used to being an asshole and nobody calling him out on it.
1: Right. But I think, I think the, the all-time best scene in this film is the restaurant.
3: Mm.
0: Like that whole restaurant
1: mm. sequence, everyone just shines. It's just the best of everyone. So funny. First of all, the hot and crispy pill bug.
0: Ugh. Would you? Would you? Could you? Would you? If it was seasoned right, I'd probably take a bite.
1: It looked kind of nice. A nice little yellow I color. think I'd
0: like the shell because at least oh. it's crunchy.
1: Did they Ooh. eat the shell?
0: Yeah. Pacha eat. He sucks out the guts with the straw uh-huh. and then he eats the shell of the bug wow. like it's a fucking knocko from, <laughs> from Kim Possible. Like <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch.
1: I feel like I'd try it.
0: Yeah, I would try it. I don't.
1: I've you know, eaten I bugs like before. It? Yeah.
0: What bugs have you eaten? Crickets, mealworms, oh. and I think I. I have never taken a bite of a tarantula before. I'm oh, too nervous about the fur.
2: Were they Ew. good? What's your evaluation? They were. Evaluation? Fine.
0: Okay. The they were flavored. Fine.
1: We had so worms too. Like mealworms. Try it.
0: I said mealworms. <coughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, they were pretty good. Okay. It's the pr- it's the future of protein, don't you know? Honestly. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I don't need protein.
1: I don't need that stuff.
0: Yeah, Fooey. What were you going to say about the uh, diner
2: scene? I think Eddie was about to point this out, but when Cusco goes to the back and that <laughs> old man is like, damn, about his butt. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Thumbs
0: up. Yeah. And then thumbs
2: up, Pacha. Like uh
3: so good.
0: My favorite is the menus.
1: Oh yeah.
3: How they're
0: so Isma and Cusco and Drag are about to see each other. But they keep putting their menus up so they never see each other, and it's so funny. It's such a good visual gag. And every time Eddie and I go to a restaurant, we like do that.
1: Yeah, we legit. Like, yeah, we've done that before. <laughs> just many a time, we'll just we we'll be, be like, sitting
0: hey, in Red hey, Robin.
1: Uh, you want to do the the uh, Emperor's New Groove bit? <laughs> oh my goodness! As Chelsea that. said, Kronk hops right into the diner and just fits right in. He's killing it stirring up like five different things
0: he knows all the lingo uh-huh which is great
1: and i love at the end when they run away and isma they like fake that it's isma's birthday
3: <laughs>
0: and Kroc just the comes sombrero. out and it's
1: just like you didn't tell me it was your birthday just
0: <laughs> he's just stirring something in a bowl like uh, what the hell uh-huh it's so funny
1: amazing. amazing honestly a
0: fantastic diversion yeah, yeah, we gotta sing happy birthday to this a thousand year old woman.
1: Oh, I mean, gosh. right here we could talk about even more how everyone's just disgusted by Yzma.
0: She's so cute though, but also scary. Is she?
1: She seems scary.
0: I don't know. She's kind of fun. I she's like her. fun. I <laughs> like her. I think cute is a strong word. <laughs> I don't think she's terrifying. No, no not terrifying might, beyond all belief
1: yeah you <laughs> yeah. might
0: not take this as a compliment
1: Uh-oh. Oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. are
0: you gonna say but it eddie and, no i am going to say it uh-huh. eddie and i were thinking how fun it would be if we did a um a villain party and mm. i think you as yzma would be fantastic <laughs> because you're, it. it's because you're so you're like tall and long and just you're you're spunky and just I think it'd be very <laughs> very fun. And then Eddie thinks that I would be a really good. Have you seen Zootopia? Yes. yeah I would be a good sheep
3: from that movie. You remember <laughs> oh, the sheep that turns a Good sheep.
0: That's yeah. me. Because <laughs> I pretend to be all good and innocent, and I'm like, ha ha, I fooled you. And then I want Eddie to be Scar.
1: Ooh, yeah. Scar.
0: Yeah. Right, Scar. It would work. We just fluff up his hair a little bit, and there we go.
1: That's
0: yeah. it. Some little kitty cat ears. Dress up your
2: cats as some hyenas.
0: Maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. do his bidding. I'm gonna need one more hyena because whoopi Goldberg has to be in there.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You do. yeah. Oh my um, goodness. One of the parts that is really funny is they show um Kronk and Yisma camping. Yeah. Yes. And Yisma yes. has like a normal size tent, and Kronk has <laughs> a tent that covers like his <laughs> knees. <laughs> if not. <laughs> and then he has a teddy bear that has the same like nightcap on his head. <laughs> it's so cute.
1: Oh, Gronk.
2: And then he wakes up and is like, Oh, I remember. That's Pacha. That's that peasant I saw. <laughs> and he goes to Telizma and opens up the tent, and she has a face mask on and no hair. And he's yeah. disgusted. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> oh, it's so good
1: and that just reminds me how funny it is when <laughs> just every it's so it's like all mundane things it's like a slice of life anime where all the funniest and best parts of this movie are just like the everyday life aspects because mm-hmm. it's so funny when cronk is like hey he's talking to and he's like hey i've seen you before don't i know you're from somewhere he's like listing off like we wrestled each other in high school or we did this or i saw you at like the market or something and Pacha's obviously trying to ignore him, which we've all been there when someone's just like, just leave me alone, man. But then Cronk is like, hey, hey, you, you got to help me out here, man. Like, <laughs> you, you're giving me nothing. And I just think that's so funny because we've been in both both parts where mm-hmm. you're like, on one you're end. You're like, please,
0: this is driving me crazy.
1: Yeah. On one end, I hate, I, I literally, I think we've talked about it on the pod before. Mm-hmm. I don't like... Uh, like, seeing people that I know out in public, because I'm just like, first of all, don't say hi to me, because I'm definitely not going to say hi to you. And second of all, uh, I really would just like to get out of here. So Mm -hmm. I can can sympathize with Pacha, just be like, hey, you know, I'm good. But On the other hand, like Kayla said, when you just, like, you know someone, and they're giving you nothing, you're like, come on, man. Like, (laughs) you you have to give me something, because I'm just sitting here dying.
2: Yeah, I assume... When I see people like I knew from high school in public, I assume they've forgotten me. Yeah. And so I will <laughs> never say hi first. Yeah. And once I was at a restaurant and one of the girls I graduated with came up to me and said hi. And I was like, Do I know this person?
3: <laughs> but you oh, have to feel
2: oh like you're the oh, one hey. I forgot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hey, watched
2: like, um, do I know
1: you?
0: <laughs> Don't think I know you. Mm.
1: Yeah. Again, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm definitely not the guy to like yell out at someone. No, it, I don't know. I've seen it not work for people. And that is embarrassing. Oh
2: God. The, Yeah, that I is mean, pretty uncomfortable. Everyone's experienced it. When you think someone's saying hi to you
1: oh. and you say
2: hi back uh, and it wasn't for you. And I know everyone's done that. And it's not just me. No, and it's, it's the not. worst.
1: Hey, what up? Oh, even worse is the wave. Yes. <laughs> right. oh, oh, that's another meme. <laughs> The little SpongeBob guy, the little fish. Oh yeah, yeah. in the mirror. Like, hey. ah. Oh god!
0: Uh, now I'm uncomfortable.
1: The pain <laughs> of the embarrassment.
0: Uh, Why? Well, I hate being embarrassed.
1: We're we're kind of at the tail end here, you know. Through our conversations, we've seen we've seen these boys become buds, and they're racing off towards the palace to get the cure for Cusco's llama problem i guess
0: his llama drama
1: there um, you go
0: hey
1: that was one that was one of the original songs <laughs> it was it was like do the drama llama <laughs> very Sounds weird
0: cringing. sting was apparently killing yeah. it
1: i don't know i i guess here's a, here's another fun fact, fun fact. i guess all of sting's original songs for the original movie kingdom of the sun are on the emperor's new groove soundtrack we could go listen to it and be like oh what could have been but we just get iconic scene after iconic scene when they're leaving the restaurant they have a mad dash to get back to the palace and Mm. what ensues is comedic just cartoon gold pacha and Cusco get the head start they're taking off and we see them do that thing where they're running on the map and leaving a trail behind them yes (laughs) and then he's one cronk are a chase and as they're running they look down on the ground and see the trail <laughs> that Cusco and Pancha left and then they like look at each other just give each other like the eh. oh. <laughs>
3: <Shrug>.
0: <laughs>
1: whatever oh, when i tell you i crack up every single time
0: <laughs> i just... love travel by map sequences oh. mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite tropes they do it in the muppet movie
1: oh so good it's
0: so funny yeah. I it gets it gets a laugh out of me every single time. Yes. Cause I I love it when films acknowledge that they're doing the yada yada yada.
1: And then oh, it's, so funny. Even better. I mean, I think the last time we saw it we both like laughed out loud at it when <laughs> Kronk and Izma take off and they're gliding. hmm And then they just get like struck by lightning <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: like, it's straight up a wily e. coyote yeah. moment.
1: And then they just disappear off the map. And yet somehow, when, they, when they, uh, Pacha and Cusco get to the palace, just Yzma and Kronk are already there. And they're like, wait a minute. How did you get here before us? This doesn't make any sense. And Kronk pulls down the map. <laughs> and he's like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> if we look at it for all intents and purposes, it really makes no sense. I can't explain this. Roll with but it. We're going to roll with this.
2: Mm-hmm. They fell through a literal plot hole. Yeah. I and they love it. it. In the castle. <laughs> I love Alice. it.
0: Uh Isma becomes a cat.
3: How does she do that?
0: A problem. Cause she drank a potion that she thought was the human potion, right? So yeah. Cusco couldn't become a human again. Turns out wrong potion. Meow meow. Um <laughs> she becomes a cat. She almost plummets to her doom. Yeah. But <clears> luckily
1: Oh my god. This is legitimately <laughs> something that me and my brother reference all the time so it's just like this movie is just ingrained in my life because Yzma's falling she's doing the big yell it also she's hilarious. falling
0: for an eternity <laughs> yeah uh, and I mean granted she's a small little cat but
1: they cut to a guy who has <laughs> a truck full of trampolines and has a trampoline set up in ancient Incan empire times <laughs> And the guard is like, "Hey, for the last time, I didn't order a trampoline." <laughs> and the guy looks at him, and he's like, "You know what, pal? You could have told me that before I set it up." <laughs> just like, I just the visual he, I he, get this in my head. This dude took an hour to set yeah. up this trampoline. <laughs> I would be so upset. Like the guy lets you set it up, and like, "All right, here you go." I didn't order this. Why'd you let me do this?
0: And then that allows Yzma to bounce back up to the top of the. Oh my God.
2: Ugh. It's so funny. Everything, the physical gags oh, are so, so fun. Good. They never stop giving.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And then Yzma, you know,
0: multiple times almost gets the human potion before Cusco. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then Kronk, who had previously been. Put down a trapdoor by Yzma. <laughs> now,
1: how, now, how did he get in that trapdoor? What happened?
0: He had a moral dilemma where he was like, Yzma can't kill him. Like, that's not okay. So he tries to squish Yzma with a chandelier. But then Yzma's like, nah, you're not going to do that to me. Doesn't she pull a lever? Yeah.
2: She pulls another lever. Yeah. yeah, she
0: pulls a different lever that makes Kronk go down a trapdoor.
1: Uh-huh. And when the trapdoor opens under him, he says, he says, Oh, I should have seen that coming.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and even before that, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Isma insults the spinach puffs.
0: <gasps> that was very rude. Uncultable <laughs>
3: oh, mean.
0: And I never liked your spinach puffs. <gasps> his, like lip trembles. Yes. <laughs> he's so Sweet, like right a little lip
2: trembling.
0: Kronk's a baby angel.
1: <laughs> Do they have any Kronk mm. merch?
0: Honestly, mm. they should I feel like
1: I want a stuffed Kronk.
0: <laughs> He's gonna be big.
1: Wouldn't that be cute? Yeah. Oh yeah. It would
0: be cute. But then it turns out very serendipitously that <laughs> the, the trapdoor <laughs> opens right where Isma is and he swings it open and squishes her. And what what does Kronk say?
1: He says, What are the odds that that trapdoor led me out here? Perfect. Just little lines like that.
0: And then Cusco gets the potion and hooray!
1: See ya on the other side. And we did. So what happens at the end?
0: Well, um, Chicha has a baby.
1: She does have a baby. She gives
0: birth by the end. She's got three kids now. (laughs) Oh my god. Which is wild. And then uh, Cusco does what, Chelsea? What does Cusco do?
2: Well, something I also learned, fun fact. Fun fact. In the um, Sweatbox documentary, he was supposed to just build his Cusco-topia on the neighboring hill. But then Sting wrote a passionate letter that said, (laughs) if he he builds this Cusco-topia, then he's learned nothing and you can't use any of my music. So then they made it so that he built- a modest house on the neighboring <laughs> hill so that oh. him and pacha can hang out together and go down and the waterfall as a water slide and swim and be just just buds Just, just he finally has out. a real bud because it yeah. did not seem like he had any real friends he just had people that worked for him right mm-hmm. and it's very sweet hooray they
1: both hit us with a boom baby
2: very cute <laughs>
0: Oh, and he's still a cat. And he's still a cat. And a cute little detail that I forgot about. Chicha knits him his own poncho with a llama on it. And it's so cute.
1: (laughs) And he loves it. Mm Mm-hmm. God.
2: So sweet. And
1: Cusco really comes around by the end. Just like, great guy.
2: He apologizes to the old man. Yeah. He makes amends.
1: Uh Uh-huh. He does. The old man who was voiced by the guy who voiced Piglet.
2: Piglet oh is that why you called him piglet earlier yes that is why we (laughs) called him piglet earlier
1: here's another fun fact in Kronk's new groove yes the directed dvd sequel to this movie that somehow got all the original voice cast back that was the last ever voice performance by the guy who voiced piglet because he died before it came out which is pretty wild that that was his last credit
2: yeah it's very sweet though
0: Nobody can see my face, but it isn't a very strong <laughs> frown. Oh, Piglet's man. my that favorite face. Winnie the Pooh character. <laughs> oh, did a d- deer, d- deer. <laughs> I love him.
1: A little piglet. Oh. Oh, but Emperor's New Groove. It ends with the theme song guy and a little bit of a stinger scene with Kronk and uh, what are they called? Squirrel Scouts.
2: Something like
1: that.
0: The chip.
1: Chip cadets?
0: Chipmunkins? I don't know what they're called. I don't know. Oh, I I wrote it down.
2: Junior chipmunk scouts. Mm. But they only talk to squirrels. Plot hole. Plot hole.
1: I guess so. What's a chipmunk?
0: A chipmunk is similar to a squirrel, but not a squirrel.
1: They don't have much tails.
0: Chip and Dale are chipmunks. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Or Alvin. And Simon and Theodore.
1: Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah.
0: Those are also
2: chipmunks. Squeak,
0: squeaker. That's Um, all I have to say about that.
1: Squeakin. Shall we uh, DTR?
0: DTR.
1: You know, after watching this movie again recently, after talking about it, and really just seeing all the amazing things in this film, I have to say, it's very obvious. I'm 100% just show dependent upon this film. As I said, there are things that I legitimately do and Kayla and I legitimately do in our life that come directly from this movie. We do the menu scene bit when we go (laughs) to restaurants. I constantly reference the trampoline joke as one of my favorite jokes of all time. This movie is a movie that's going to stick with me and I'm going to want to watch it again and again and again until the end of my days. The Emperor's New Groove, I think was just, it was the jumping off point of me really, I don't know, as weird as it is to say, but I think it is just maybe me like focusing on the type of comedy that I like and the like jokes that I like to tell and the things that I gravitate towards when I'm trying to be funny. I think a lot of it comes from The Emperor's New Groove. It's like very random and out there, but also very much self-referential and circles back around. And these are just as I said, self-deprecating, these are all just things that I love to do when I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think I could definitely thank The Emperor's New Groove, not only for providing me with so many laughs, but providing me the tools to give so many more laughs to people in my life.
0: Ah, cute. I would definitely say that I am show dependent on this movie. As we said earlier, I feel like this movie captures a lot of millennial humor and really what uh we as like a generation think is funny and it's it does it in such a succinct and fun way that it's definitely a movie that you can watch over and over and over again and every time you're gonna laugh it's just a good time and the moral that they landed on of teaching somebody selfish to be selfless is very simple and timeless, and I love it very, very much. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Chelsea, the one who we can credit to bring this beautiful movie to the forefront, define your relationship with this.
2: You know, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. I know controversial opinion. But <laughs> I am also show dependent. <laughs> this is the type of movie that I watch, like, if I'm sick like if Aww. i just need to feel better or yeah. if i had like a hard day i want to watch this movie i love animated movies shows and this is the one that's like on the top of my list for just needing a feel good moment and to take your mind off things so i will keep watching this movie we watched it the other day everyone who lives in my household laughed and
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> it speaks to all generations oh, yeah. um, mm. And like I said, the voice casting was perfect. The music is great. It doesn't take away from the film. It just adds to those good feelings, to the fun. The colors are beautiful. It's a great movie. 10
1: out of 10. Oh, yeah. 10
2: out of of (laughs) 10.
1: And with that, it is time to bid adieu to all of you. Thank you for listening once again to the Show Dependent Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please, by all means, give us a follow. Download the podcast, download uh, all our old episodes, and spread the word. Tell your family, your buds, your neighbor on the hill, all the peasants who live beneath you, (laughs) that they can find the Show Dependent Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We will be there. It is S-H-O Dependent Pod. And Before we go any further, would like to say a big, big, big thank you to our good bud, Chelsea, Yay. for coming out of the podcast. Thank you very much.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah.
1: Now, is there anything, not necessarily that you would like to plug, but maybe anything you would like to say, any parting words you'd like to give us?
2: Yeah, I mean, don't try to find me on social media because I will block you. There you go. Um, <laughs> but you know i just want everyone out there to you know take a breath be nice to the people in your community you know uh take your dog on a walk give your cat a little pet oh yeah that's it just just take a take a beat it's been a hard two years so. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. amen enjoy yeah. the
1: little things all right i love it there you go thank you thank you and hey if you want to follow the podcast, by all means, please seek us out.
0: Please follow us. Please, <laughs> God, we're begging.
1: You can follow the podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. It's Show dependent Pod Again, that's S-H-O, dependent pod. If you want to follow myself, Eddie, my name is at Victor V. Sweet on Twitter, on Twitch. And my other half, Kayla. where can <laughs> yes. you be found?
0: You can find me organizing my potion bottles meticulously with my label maker. And you can also find me... <laughs> On Twitter, at DJ DJVivich.
1: Oh, there we go. There we have it. Woo! Now, as is customary here on the show, Dependent Pod, we like to give you something to look forward to. A bit of a save the date. And Kayla, I mean, this mm. is all you.
0: <laughs> oh, so, yeah, what do we is. got
1: coming up next? Hell
0: yeah. High school musical says we have to let it go. Oh. oh, my God. We're doing high school musical, specifically high school musical, too. And I'm fucking jazzed. Um, we're gonna, we are going to dance, we're going to sing, <laughs> we're going to feel our feelings, lose the lose the girl of our dreams,
3: yeah, have, then- have
0: some homosexual moments. It is going to be
2: great. I can't wait to share it with all of you. <laughs> Why um, are you skipping one? Eh. Is there a reason? It's fine. <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. It's I, fine. I've never seen two, so I didn't know. Two is... <laughs> everything
0: i love about high school musical
1: wow and it's a musical it's it's a musical it's the
0: second one it's Mm -hmm. the second version of the first one it takes place in summer and boy oh boy am i ready for some summer vibes Mm,
1: oh go. it's the kickoff of school ending and summer beginning
0: Mm -hmm. just think of it as you're being let go that your life is going in a different direction that your body is a part of a permanent outplacement
2: hey that's kind of like what he said to you when you got fired i
0: know it's called a cruel irony like my dependence on you